the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. You the moves. You might not be an A, but you are a B Plus. Check it out. Here we go. You want to mess with us? All right, ladies, gents, and non-binary friends, welcome to another B-Plus podcast. I'm your host, Greg Unchained. Today is Friday. You know what that means. It's time for our favorite day here at the B-Plus podcast. It's Aussie Graps Day. I don't know if I can say that anymore now that we have the B-Plus flagship. You know, the flagship should probably be our favorite day here, but let's be real. The whole reason we talk about the rest of the world of wrestling is to bring people in so that we can hit them with the Aussie stuff. And that's what we do today. We like to talk about everything happening in the world of Australian professional wrestling. We also like to sit down and speak to an Aussie grappler or grappler adjacent person. Today, I caught up with the Australian sensation Craven, uh, who I spoke to uh, late last year. So if you go back in the archives, you'll be able to find it. I think it was in November or December I spoke to Craven. And we kind of got his origin story and everything there. And this time around, we were just having a bit of a catch up. So it was all, it's always good to talk to Craven. Uh, you know, he's been in Adelaide lately. And I haven't, I've only been able to see him at one show, which has been very disappointing for me. But we'll get to that chat with Craven very soon. But first, let's take a look at this week in Aussie Graps News. Australian wrestlers were everywhere this week. Uh, there were three huge major shows that went on this past weekend. Uh, you know, last week, yeah, as you're listening to this last weekend, uh, there were three major shows NXT UK Takeover Cardiff. Uh, NJPW Royal Quest over in the UK as well. And of course, AEW's All Out on Labor Day weekend. And we had Aussies on all three of those shows. Tony Storm on NXT UK. Dropping the belt, sure, but still putting on an amazing performance. Rhea Ripley worked that show as well. Uh, you know, her match was prior to it. So it's taped for the next episode of NXT UK. And uh, and Robbie Eagles was, was on uh, New Japan Royal Quest tag teaming with will osprey getting a win over the junior tag champs they're coming for those junior tag champs at destruction keep an eye out for that definitely and of course the big one shaza mckenzie at aew all out that's right it's shaza now we aren't calling her shaza anymore shaza is too australian the americans have have rebranded her shaza mckenzie i popped hard for that i don't know why i just thought it was hilarious I also popped for the fact that that Shaza became a meme this week. Uh, there was a brilliant shot. There was a brilliant moment in the match where uh, you know she did her signature pose with the hands under the chin. I'm doing the pose now as if you can see me, but you can't. This is not a visual medium. Good work, Greg. Uh, she did that pose while doing the splits. Had the, the the hands under the chin. I'm still doing it. I'm still sitting here doing it. And uh, and she got super kicked in the face. And so now it's become a meme. You know, like those memes that are like, oh, me having a good mental health day. Depression. I, I'm, I'm doing hands. Memes. Sharing memes in a visual for, in an audio format just does not work. So, uh, you know, go to her Twitter. Go <laughs> look for these Shazza McKenzie memes because they are hilarious and definitely worth checking out. But even though we had Aussies everywhere this week, just killing it on every level of the global wrestling landscape. Shout out Wrestling Landscape Podcast. Uh, The best stuff happened here in Australia, in my opinion. The best show of the entire weekend was PWA's Break Their Backs and Make Them Rumble live on Overplay on Friday night. I watched it. You watched it. We all watched it. You know how I know we all watched it? Because it trended Australia-wide. At one point in the night, it was actually the number one trend Australia-wide. And that was, 
on on a night that AFL and NRL both had games and they were also in the top trending. But at one point, PWA was the top trend in Australia on Twitter. That is huge. Like I cannot stress how huge that is. The the stream went down and uh, Rose actually you know commented on the commentary. There's so many people watching that the stream actually crashed. Now I don't know if that's that's a shoot or if there was something. I I still think Rose kicked the cable out. That's my theory. Uh, Rose was was fucking around under the desk and he he unplugged the wrong cable. Right, he was trying to plug his phone in or something stupid, and <laughs> he he blew out the whole stream. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. And I haven't I haven't heard a, a denial from Rose either. Just putting that out there, I have not heard a denial from Andrew Rose that he knocked the stream out. So until I hear such a denial. I believe it was him. Uh, he claims that it was because there were so many people watching. And honestly, I'd believe that. It's a, it's a feasible alternative. But until he denies it, I'm not, I'm not going to buy it. Uh, but no, there was a lot of people watching, obviously. It trended Australia-wide. And one of the reasons it trended Australia-wide, let's be real, James Adultman, this dude got over fast. And there were like as many tweets, like half of the tweets for PWA break their backs and make them rumble. Half of the tweets were all James Adultman love. Uh, he came on Twitter the next day. Said, you know, I debuted at the PWA Rumble last night. Did a business today. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take a bit of the magic out of James Adultman for anyone who doesn't know. Or maybe add to the magic. I don't know. I don't know your life. I don't know what you're going to think of this. But but James Adultman is, is actually a reference to BoJack Horseman, right? Like the, uh, the BoJack's manager, the cat. I can't remember her name. But the cat in Princess Caroline, I'm hearing. Caroline. Uh, Prince- <laughs> Princess Caroline? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Princess Carolyn, she she has a boyfriend that she is blissfully unaware is just uh, three kids in a trench coat sitting on each other's shoulders. Uh, and they say things like, I did a business. And <laughs> hello, fellow grown-up. <laughs> I can't wait. For- I-, I hope we get more James Adultman. Uh, you know, obviously the next day, the-, the hashtag that became quite popular was James Adultman for Coliseum. I get behind this because if we see James Adultman versus Orange Cassidy in the in the first round of Coliseum, like I am here for this. I originally uh, wanted Orange Cassidy. I assumed Orange Cassidy would sort of you know uh, be eliminated first round, and then the second night he'd be freed up to do some comedy stuff because because Orange Cassidy can actually wrestle. That's the thing. But if you give him the comedy match first up against James Adultman, he eliminates James Adultman, and then you go ahead with you know the real wrestling after that I, that that works just as well for me uh and have him be eliminated in in the real wrestling match i don't know i'm i'm looking forward to orange cassidy obviously i'm looking forward to the entire pwa coliseum like i am so hyped for coliseum when ricky south had his moment uh at the rumble where he he joined the black shirt cool group he was the third the mysterious third man that they've been hyping up for months it turned out to be ricky south all along in a huge reverse mirror shenanigans homage to WCW and the NWO and Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan being the third man, uh, they they've done basically a mirror of that. And uh, Ricky South joined uh, the Black Shirt Cool Group. He was the elusive third man. And when that happened, he pointed to the Coliseum sign. That got me hyped. Uh, Bonza winning the Rumble. That got me hyped. Jessica Troy, after her successful defense, got the video played on the screen. Arm collector Jessica Troy. You have been noticed. She's entering the Coliseum. So we've got our fourth and fifth uh, entrance to the Coliseum. So now we can take a look at the field. It's shaping up. We've got Orange Cassidy. We've got Matty Wahlberg. We've got Davis Storm, Jessica Troy, Ricky South. This is already an amazing field. There's three more to go. 
Three more competitors to be announced. You've got to think we'll probably get one at Hot Dogs and Handshakes or, or maybe you know a day or two after Hot Dogs and Handshakes. I'm, I'm so hyped for PWA Coliseum. Two days in October, 18th and 19th at Max Watts. Get your tickets. We've got ours. We're going to be there with bells on. Uh, definitely come up and say hi to us as well, of course. And uh, we'll be there for the Fan Fest as well. The Fan Fest is going to be amazing. But uh, PWA just firing on all cylinders at the moment. I mentioned Bonza won the Rumble. Uh, we got an injury update from him this week on Russell Radio Australia. Basically, he's he's having some neck issues that he does need to get looked at, does need to get worked. So uh, he's probably going to have to take some time off in the near future. Uh, so how that bodes for his match with Caveman Ugg, I'm not sure. I initially predicted I wanted him to win against Caveman Ugg and go on to defend against Shaza McKenzie because, sorry, Shaza McKenzie, because of course they have that built-in story where he had told Shaza she is not a real champion holding the PWA title. She's not a real champion until she's held the PWA title. So, you know, I would love to see them clash over that. And maybe, you know, Shaza gets her big moment. <laughs> I should really stop. Shaza gets her big moment and uh, and dethrones Jack Bonza maybe from the top. I, I don't know. There's, there's some good stuff that can be done there with Bonza as champion. So I was kind of looking forward to that and his neck injury. That has me worried. I, you know, first and foremost, of course, want Jack Bonza to take care of his health because we want him to be able to do this for a long time into the future. But yeah, PWA, man, PWA, in my opinion, for my money, PWA is the best independent wrestling company in the world uh, today. And that's a shoot. Uh, MCW, though, MCW, you know, pretty hot on their heels. MCW doing fantastic work. Dowie had a heel turn at this last weekend, uh, MCW New Horizons. If you want to hear more in-depth breakdown of, of PWA, break their backs and make them rumble, MCW New Horizons, and EPW, Hell or High Water. Listen to yesterday's flagship show. Uh, the flagship show uh, goes into detail of the results of all of these events, as well as WWE, AEW, and JPW, and the like. Uh, so, But yeah, Dowie had a heel turn, which got massive heat, like 14 minutes trying to cut a promo, and the crowd just would not let him speak. They maintained an insane level of heat. Uh, you know, From what I saw on, on like video clips and everything, it was just ridiculous how hated this move was when when Dowie came out and interrupted Slex versus Adam Brooks for the title. Looks like we're going to head towards a triple threat at MCW Nine. MCW Nine is looking huge. We have a women's title tournament which was announced. Uh, you know, they're they're finally getting a women's championship and uh, they're having a, a I think they be- I believe it was an eight women elimination tournament to crown that champion over the MCW nine weekend you also have aussie open coming down for mcw nine you have jag hartley jackson who is of course an nxt trainer over in florida uh one of the members of tmdk he's coming down this raises questions with me we saw stuff in the uk where wwe people started being loaned to progress and and what have you and and ultimately the uk scene became co-opted is mcw the gateway drug for wwe to get into our country you know, is is there a relationship forming there? Buddy Murphy was at the show uh, this this last weekend watching his friend Adam Brooks in the main event. Uh, you know, people were shocked to just see Buddy Murphy at the bar. Like, that's WWE's Buddy Murphy. That's the guy, that's the best kept secret. The secret's been unleashed now, but that's the guy who's putting on the best matches in WWE right now. Hands down, bar none. Buddy Murphy is putting the best matches in WWE right now. And he was just chilling, just chilling in Melbourne, 
watching Adam Brooks do the wrestles. Uh, you know, is, is WWE forming a relationship with MCW is interesting uh, to ponder. It's interesting to see where this is going to go with, you know, uh, NXT Australia and the rumors of this, these sorts of things, Triple H saying when they were here last year that they are working with the local scene. And now you've got Jag, you know, Hartley Jackson returning to MCW and, and showing up on this show. It raises questions. That's all I'm going to say. Or elsewhere in Melbourne, Underworld Season 1 has been made available. I don't know why I said elsewhere in Melbourne. They're a Melbourne-based company, but this is worldwide, obviously. Underworld Season 1, it is now available in full on Amazon Prime, and, and it's the way to watch it, man. Watch it all at once. Uh, definitely when, when Underworld was releasing these shows uh, as they were coming out, there were big gaps between the shows that made it pretty hard to stay on top of, but now you can watch it all in its entirety Definitely get around. It has some of the best wrestling of the last year on this uh, season. So definitely check it out. I'm looking forward to news coming for season two. They also put up a Underworld Club, a history for the Underworld Fight Club that you can check out on their on their website as well. Uh, also coming out of Melbourne, PCW, a company that does not get enough love. They have finally launched a network so we can start loving them more. I'm definitely going to try to get around it as soon as I can. There is a lot of networks to subscribe to and a lot of wrestling to watch. But there is some real talent in PCW, just the names that I know. You know, Royce Chambers, Sid Parker. There's a bunch of guys doing really good things in PCW. So uh, if you have the funds, definitely get yourself a PCW Network subscription and check out some really good wrestling from Melbourne that maybe flies under the radar a little bit because the PCW guys, they tend to just work PCW. You know, uh, they don't they don't work in other places, and and it's it's you know it is what it is. You know, there's politics in wrestling. We know this. We rally against this. We want people to be able to work wherever they work. We want companies to book the best guys. Uh, Jet Ruka put out a tweet earlier this week talking about wanting to wrestle uh, Airbender Royce Chambers and uh, PCW were like, oh, we're listening. So, you know, maybe they're going to start booking people from outside PCW a little more, and uh, you know. Being able to see Jet Ruka versus Royce Chambers would be incredible. Like that, that's two of the best young flyers in this country, you know. Uh, so definitely hoping you know we get to see that match on the PCW Network in the near future. Somewhere else that flies under the radar, Tasmanian Championship Wrestling. They only have shows every couple of months. You know, they're a, a younger promotion, a fledgling promotion, but they've been firing on all cylinders lately. Uh, Richie Taylor was there a, a couple of months ago, and. Uh, for their show coming up October 5th, I've forgotten the name of the show, I apologize, but the, the show that's coming up on October 5th is going to feature Damian Slater heading to Tasmania, taking on Liam Lacey, who is a name that I'm hearing a lot of good things about, someone to watch out of Tasmania. And, uh, you know, Damian Slater, one of the best in the country, hot off a match with TJP, hot off a victory, I should say, with TJP, the uh, alternate universe cruiserweight classic final that took place in epw this last week which you know tjp put over hard on facebook and twitter and whatnot he's he's a big fan of our wrestling here he's a big fan of damian slater he said that damian slater should have been one of the guys anchoring 205 live as a technician and that's hard to argue with i don't know out of all the people that got signed out of the cruiserweight classic tournament i don't know how damian slater didn't get signed he didn't really get a chance to show too much of what he had in that cruiserweight classic because he he was eliminated first round against Yoshihiro Tajiri. But Damian Slater is one of the best grapplers in the world. 
for my money. So you know, to have him going to uh, Tasmania to to wrestle the show there in the TCW on October fifth, and also hosting a seminar for the local wrestlers bodes well for the local scene because you know TCW is like I said they're they're improving at month to month from what I hear. The crowds are getting bigger, the crowds are getting hotter, the shows are getting hotter, the talent's getting better, and so having Damian Slater come into town and uh and show them a few things he's an infinite well of knowledge just from talking to him for an, for an hour i could sit under that that tree with damian slater forever so uh, people in tasmania getting a chance to do that are only going to be better for it but now it's time to get to our interview for this week before i do one piece of news for craven we're going to talk about it in the interview craven has been announced for singapore pro wrestling and owe's clash of kings that's clash with a k so you know they're hardcore uh, SPW Singapore Pro Wrestling. I talk about that. You, you've you guys listen to the show. You've heard me talk about this extensively. The Southeast Asian scene is popping off. Philippine Wrestling Revolution. Uh, I forget the name of the one in Thailand. Malaysia Pro Wrestling. Singapore Pro Wrestling. Don't shake your head at me. I'm allowed to forget names. <laughs> OWE, of course. Win Dungal De. Oh, fuck, I keep butchering these names. But there's one in India that's being watched by millions of people. And Hayden Zenith from Perth is a part of that promotion. You know, Southeast Asian wrestling scene is popping off. We're going to do our best here at the B Plus to cover more and more and more of it. I want to kind of fold it into the Aussie Graps show even maybe and and sort of cover the entire oceanic uh, Asia-Pacific region. But uh, Craven's been announced for the SPW-OWE Clash of Kings show. He's going to be taking part in a triple threat. And this show, of course, OWE aligned with AEW. Kenny Omega is going to be on this show. So Craven is working the same show as Kenny Omega. You know, there's going to be eyes on this show. There's going to be eyes on Craven. So good good work, Craven. Congratulations. But, you know, I'm going to congratulate you in the interview. So I don't need to double myself up on that. Let's uh, listen to the interview now. And then I'll hit you up after the chat with what's happening this weekend near you. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey guys, just a reminder, if you want to hear all of these wonderful B-plus podcast episodes completely ad-free, make sure you head over to Patreon or Podbean, where we are the featured podcast this week. You can subscribe for as little as a dollar a month, up to $10 a month, where anything you want to help us with, it really helps out. It's going to help us grow the site. It's going to help us redesign some things and Everything that we get through this and through the advertising as well is all going straight back into the podcast so that we can get Aussie Graps out there for the rest of the world to hear about, for the rest of the world to see, so we can grow this mission of watch global, support local, and build indie wrestling. So if you want to be a part of that and get some really cool rewards like call-in shows, bonus episodes, ad-free like I mentioned, then head over to patreon.com slash the B plus and subscribe today. Hey everyone, just want to take a second to tell you about one of our new sponsors, Outbreak Nutrition. Outbreak Nutrition are creating supplements for survival, sharper minds, quicker reflexes, all the energy you need to take your performance to the next level, whether that be on the field, in the gym, on the gaming field. That's right, they have specifically designed gaming supplements as well to help you focus on those late night sessions. They even sell coffee, you guys, at Outbreak Nutrition. You can get coffee pods, you can get coffee beans, you can get supplements for the bedroom as well if you want to enhance your performance there. These are performance enhancing supplements for every aspect of your life, specifically designed by gamers for gamers to stay fit and healthy in the gym, to stay sharp and focused on the game, and to dominate in all areas of life. So check out 
outbreaknutrition.com and for being a listener of our podcast they will give you 10% off your order when you enter the code B plus that is B P L U S at checkout so make sure if you want to stay on top of your game if you want to take your performance to the next level outbreaknutrition.com enter the code B plus at checkout and my guest at this time joining me all the way from wherever he is he's not here with me uh, the Australian sensation Craven. Let's hope our internet holds up. We had issues last time. We did because of the weather, but I mean, hopefully this time it's going to be much better. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm well, man. I'm well. I'm just getting over a bit of the a, a bit a bit of a case of the man flu that the kids brought oh, home really? from school for me. Yeah. Well, as as you said, like I've been in Adelaide a lot recently, and this is this is hands down the truth. I never get sick. The first six weeks I got to Adelaide, I had I thought I was going to die. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I got, I came down with the worst flu that I think I've ever had. And I remember I had to go back to wrestle as a surprise appearance in, uh, in Perth. And I wrestled Axton at WPW just a few weeks back. And I remember sitting in the locker room and people were asking the promoter if I was on drugs because I was just sitting with my head up against the wall, like sweating. And I'm like, I am in no fit state to wrestle. And like, but like I was a surprise and went out there, had a half decent match to be fair. But I was just absolutely stuffed. I was like, "Whoa!" But yeah, there must be something something bad going around Adelaide at the moment. Yeah, no, it's so. it's 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 definitely going around. I know a lot of people have been feeling under the weather lately. Like pretty much everyone I talk to is like, "Yeah, I got it too. I got it too." And I'm just like, "It's it's the worst as well." Yeah, it's it's terrible. Like, yeah, shit. Oh man, it was it was it was not great. But yeah, anyway, that's got yeah, that's so. got to be worse for you as an athlete because you got to go out there and try to perform, and then, and then you guys are yeah. grappling with each other. You're in close quarters, so it's going to spread even easier. Oh man, yeah, that's what I was said. I said like, can I even wrestle tonight? I was like, I said, I said, look, man, I've got a wicked flu. I was like, do you mind? I'll pull out of the car. And he's like, no, no, no. Axton was cool. Like he was like, no, nah, man, I, I really want to work with you. And I was like. All right, dude. I'm so sorry, but I don't think you got sick, and that was a few weeks back. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Maybe, maybe it just affects you if you're in South Australia. That's it. Like you just lose your immunity or something. It's a localized so, thing. It's something yeah, to do with the is, water, dude. man. They're putting is, something man. in the water. One hundred percent. That that is what's happening. We'll figure this out. Let's go to the media. Let's, yeah, even more so than we are now. We've uh, got to blow the lid off this, like uh, like the kids in Stranger now Things. On yeah, water in South Australia. <laughs> That's us. We created that. You know what is trending on Twitter? A little bit of the bubbly. I don't know if you've seen this. Just a sidetrack. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> no, the Chris Jericho the, the, the Chris Jericho thing? I saw the shirt just before when I was scrolling through, and it was like the bubbly club, and it had like and like the Bullet Club logo with like blue, and I was like, oh my god. So I, yes, I have seen I've seen a bit of it, but not like an astronomical amount. But yes, I've seen the shirt. What any of us would give to be able to get anything over the way Jericho gets everything over. <laughs> Well, what's what's going on with this title? That that's a work. I, I presume. No, I, I don't know. It's a shoot turned work. So he actually legitimately lost the title. Like there was a police report, and you don't. We know what happens when you file false police reports, Jussie Smollett. Like you don't do yes. that. So, yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. So it, it's, there was a police report. So it, it's it's a shoot. He lost the title. It's been returned <laughs> though. Um, it was it was like a luggage mix up or something like that, and and so he's no. they spun it into a work online, and and he does that whole a little bit of the bubbly. And uh, it's yeah. gone completely viral. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I just like um, I <laughs> I don't know. I put up a thing. I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram because I saw the funniest meme where I just it had Vince holding the title, and I just put up on my Instagram. <laughs> I found it, and like yeah. it's got so many reactions. It was so funny. People are like even Tanner Blanchard, which is Tessa's brother, 
he emailed, he messaged me and I was like, it was so funny. He's like, you're a bad person. I was like, you didn't find it funny. He's like, I did, but you're a bad person. And I was like, I was like, listen, buddy, just because your dad's working for him, I think it was funny. He's like, no, no, it's very funny. So, and dude, he's a great dude. There's so many of them. There's like, there's our truth ones, Drake Maverick yeah. ones. There's, so there's like, I was like, yeah, Repo I Man. Was, I saw a Repo Man one. What, yeah, what, what, what would you do if you found if you went home and you found a title in your life? <laughs> I would be like, what, what would I do? Imagine if it made it all the way. Say if it was my luggage and it came all the way back to Australia. What would I do? I'd eBay. Be like, Man, <laughs> but could, you couldn't put it on eBay. Like, that would be the coolest thing ever. You couldn't tell anybody. But imagine coming down to your pool room and be like, see that? Yeah. That's the actual AEW title at Bret Hart. The original like, one. It would, would you- be the biggest, like... If that happened, though, would you keep it? Would you return it? Because the person obviously did the honourable thing and returned it, which just raised the question to me. I was just like... I don't know if I would. I don't know if you know I, would. I would. Do. I want to think I would. I would take it to a belt maker. Yeah. And I would be like, I need you to uh, replicate this the best you can. And then you, I need you to replicate this. And then I'd send them the fake one back. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If they're listening, they're listening. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm an honorable person. You can sign me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because if you, if the person who had it, if they had have held on to it, if they had kept it, I'm assuming it just got swapped into some businessman's luggage and he was like, what is this? And then they, he gave it back. But like, if it was another wrestling fan leaving the town, right? Like, I assume that most would be like, I don't know, maybe I should keep this because it becomes a legend in wrestling. And then 20 years later, you've got this thing. I know you've got, and that that title has had some pretty cool, like pretty cool hands touch it. Let's yeah. be honest. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, you, well, Bret Hart brought it out. Yeah, and you know that everyone's had a good look at it. Blanchard, Anderson, how cool was that moment? At all <laughs> out, just let's just say that was pop of the night for me. I was like losing my shit. Um, you know, like come on, it's it would be pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, but no, I would still, yeah, I'd, I'd, Cody, Brandy, I'd return it. Thank you very much. And so, honorable, good employee. I'll see you soon, Mr. Karen. Thank you, bye. Yeah, <laughs> my, my good friend TK, he listens to the yeah. show regularly. Yeah, he does. I hope so. <laughs> So. But no, that's that's that, this is one of the reasons why I love having you on, man. And and like, uh, this was a very last minute thing, and which which is why we're talking about Jericho for five minutes because I, I've I've done zero preparation for this podcast, and I appreciate you coming on last minute. But uh, I do want to talk about some things that that have been going on lately. So uh, you took part in the the EPW Invitational tournament, right? At, I did at Hell or High Water, and. Yes. Uh, I know they they always say in in wrestling you don't you don't make promises like in, unless you're delivering on the promise like if you're the babyface right you don't make the promise yeah. your 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 uh Twitter and or not Twitter you don't have Twitter sorry your Facebook no. said that you were gonna you were gonna win this time I know what happened know. <laughs> um Amber happened yeah. the impossible happened I guess so I don't know like um obviously I've uh, I had a good match with Jules like it was it was wicked and it was. It was another thing of being at the right place at the right time. I wasn't actually meant to be back in Perth at the time. Um, it mm. was just sort of a, uh, um, I got the email and said, are you going to be around at this time? And I said, you know, I actually am now. And this is a week or so, a couple of weeks before when they started announcing everybody. I wasn't originally booked on it. Um, so it, it was it was good. I'm just, I'm happy that I've got to wrestle Jules. I'm zero, I'm 0-2 against the Untouchables because I lost the pit. Yeah. And I lost the Jules, but I'm going to beat Slater. 
Um, well, I hope so. Uh, and yeah, no, it was just it was a good match, man. It was it was fun. It was it was it was a sprint. It was short and sharp. It was only about eight minutes, but it was it was good, and I had a lot of fun. So yeah, but Amber happened. She always happens to get in the way. That's twice now. I've eaten the heel, and she slapped me in the face. So. I think she's starting to like me. To be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Julian Ward though is is killing it at the moment in EPW. He's joining the Untouchables. He's got the new look, the new attitude. I'm a fan. It, it, you sh- it, like rightfully so. Like he is one of. For, there's there's two different opinions. I'm obviously like I've said to you before. I'm a massive wrestling fan as well. Watching his yeah. work. I'm uh I'm like I was gonna swear. Sorry, but we're on a podcast. Um, is is uh. Sorry, we've got the explicit rating, brother. Oh, okay, good. He's a fucking good worker. Like, um, he's he's amazing to watch. I love watching him. But then working with him as well, he's just like, yeah, he's he's a gem. Like, he's good ideas. He doesn't want to just get, you know, 50 destroyers in for the sake of getting 50 destroyers in. He's one of those guys that you can sit down and be like, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, okay, yeah, no, it really doesn't. Not like I have to get my stuff in because I want to get my stuff in, you know? And, um, yeah, so he's really cool. Like, uh, he should be... Um, it, it, I think up until this year he was highly underrated, and now EPW, well, they are like they they are one of the best in Australia. Now they can see that, and hopefully we actually don't know as workers. Not that I'd ever give it away, we don't know what's happening with the Invitational Tournament, and they're really good about that. EPW don't even tell you that the main guys who's winning or losing matches, so the boys don't know um, uh, at the back. You only know what's happened, but I really hope that. Uh, Julian Moore goes all the way through to the Invitational Tournament. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I mean, if Gavin McGavin wasn't in there, he'd be my pick for sure. Yeah, well, then again, Gavin's Gavin's great as well. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you know this. I'm number two in the Gavin McGavin fan club right behind Gavin himself. Oh, that's true. Well, Gavin McGavin's great, but what I'm saying is Gavin's been at the top. Gavin's held everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that his time has passed because he has earned everything. And mate, if the, he's one of those guys like Brooksy. Like, the fact that Gavin's not doing more is just mind baffling you mm. know what i mean like and i don't think he had that gavin versus australia tour for how a while. good was that and he literally he put out one tour and he was everywhere and it was like, fucking amazing it was like and the best when i, when I joined yeah when when i joined epw um a few years ago now i believe that's gone so quick i went from being this this big fish in a small pond at whatever aaw used to be it's obviously heaps better now to, and I started in Gavin's training class, and he was—he came up, and it wasn't like, "Oh yeah, you're craving. You should know how to do this." I just said to Gavin, "I—I I said to him, look, man, I'm—I'm I'm here. I'm—I'm I'm here to train, and I don't pull any punches." And the first thing he told me, I did a three-quarter roll, and he was like, "Mate, you need to move your back foot." And he didn't. And he's—he's he's played a big part in Slater Storm in making me the worker that I am today. And yeah, he's—he's he's awesome, dude. As a trainer, he's awesome. As a person, he's awesome. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, definitely. we talked about it last time, how transitioning to the EPW Academy just yep. opened up your world in terms uh-huh. of training and everything. So um, people can go back and listen. Obviously, you were on the show, I think it was in like November or December last year. So people can go back yep. and listen to, if they want to hear about all the training and the transition there. But you touched on uh, AAW and how it's different now. AAW, yes. obviously, change in management and they've become Western Pro Wrestling. Yes. Yeah, so, tell us all about that. Well, it's, it's obviously Western Pro Wrestling, uh, a lot of people know this. Western Pro Wrestling, uh, Southern Hemisphere Wrestling Alliance, and WPW Uncensored all run under the same live pro wrestling banner. Yeah. Like, all run by the same office, different st- shows and storylines. All run by. The best part about that is when it was taken over, and I'm not bad mouthing Andrew Carter because he did give me my first bump. I never will ban- bad mouth him or anything like that, but he was still a wrestler booking the shows. 
now we have someone uh we have they have people booking the shows with the best interest of wrestling on mind not um you know we have to put these people there and there and there like if you're not if you're not if you're not booked you're not booked you know what i mean so um it's just the whole backstage the the morale and everything is just so much better you know what i mean um like it's it's just much more professionally run essentially they've taken they've they've taken something and just flipped it and it's been it's been great not that aw was bad but it's just a completely different feel is the best way that i could put it mm, definitely and and they've started doing those you mentioned wpw uncensored right the 18 plus shows which they're we've a seen, lot of fun we've seen huge success obviously with pwa yeah. going black label uh wrestle rock obviously is yep. one of the finest shows in the goddamn country uh yeah. how, how di- different is it like the 18 plus vibe and stuff is it completely <laughs> wild well, it, it's just, it's not wild, like, it's not like X-rated, but like for the other, like last uh, Friday, I wrestled Selenex, okay? So I've got me who's borderline 100 kilos wrestling a 45 kilo girl, you know what I mean? Soaking wet. So Craven had to play heel, which is very, with my moveset, it's hard for me to do and I don't enjoy it. So, but at those shows, it's so much easier to do because... You're not restricted. Obviously, we, we have respect. There's there's a code of conduct, you know, um, and there's there's general respect in life. Like there, we will get um, we will get if not, Tom, like the Tom, the boss will let us go if there's any any racial or homophobic slurs. He doesn't put up with any of that shit, which is I 100% agree with. No one should put up with that in life, let alone trying to get heat with that. If you need to use that sort of stuff, step out of any ring. But um, cheap heat, but, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's, that's disgusting, Pete. Just on that, that's a big pet peeve of mine. If anyone's ever, any workers out there are trying to get heat because of racial or homophobic slurs, homophobic slurs don't ever step into a wrestling room with me because I won't work here. Yeah. That's just pathetic. Well, there was you, a, you know what I mean? There was a situation just this last week with uh, El Fantasmo at the yep. Super, so, well, a couple of weeks ago now, I think, with, at the Super J Cup. Uh, and, and he referred to. Uh, Will Ospreay as the autistic assassin, right? Yeah. And uh, he got a lot of heat from that, and rightfully so. And yeah. uh, and and he's come out and he's he's apologized. And it will it wasn't one of those stupid like, oh, I'm sorry for anyone who was offended. Like it seems like he 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 was like, I, it was heat of the moment. It was, um, you know, I'm thinking of something to say off the top of my head. It's not scripted, and I yeah. said the wrong thing, and I apologize yeah. truly, and it'll never happen again. Um, yeah. would you work with an El Phantasma? I I would if it's a general genuine mistake that's that's not what i'm saying but if you go out there and you're saying stuff that is genuinely offensive to people that are gay or bisexual or because of their skin color or origin then no if you're actually doing it to try and get heat then no i wouldn't work with you because that's just like my one of my best friends is he's he's gay and i was like and he he was at the show and i was like and he was actually he what he was offended not that any of our wrestlers did it but it was fans yelling that sort of stuff into the ring. There was an um, there was an angle and all this sort of stuff. And all, yeah, and he was offended. He was like, "Well, why do people get to use that at wrestling shows?" And I was like, "Listen, you know, I and rightfully so, the promoter. He came out and got the announcer. He got the announcer of the night to say, listen, this isn't don't uh, uncensored. You know, you can have fun, you can have banter, you can swear, things like that. But we won't put up with any of these racial homophobic slurs. You will be escorted out of the building, fan or performer. And I think that's right. You know what I mean? You can't. It's 2019. You can't use that to get heat or insult people anymore. And it's it's disgusting. So yeah, that's so. If, but if, to answer your question, if it's a genuine mistake, it wasn't scripted. Never apologize. Of course I would. Yeah, but if you yeah. actually, if you're going through the curtain 
curtains and using that sort of stuff with the intention and, to do it and, and yeah, you're unapologetic about it yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to say I wouldn't go out like, that's, that's stupid you know what I mean like yeah. you know um, that's just it's silly but uh, yeah back to my um, back to the original question yeah so you're unrestricted on swearing and, and all that sort of stuff so it's, it's a lot easier to get heat and you know um, <laughs> uh, there was yeah it was it's just a lot of fun you know what I mean like where you're at but where you're at a normal show, which is family friendly, you can't really use that sort of language at all. You know, you need to be better, a better worker than that. So yeah, I do enjoy them, and it's always fun when there's fans that had by the time your matches come on a jug full of beer because then they get right into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. always say, like they say that a magician's best audience is is a drunk audience, right? Yeah. And I feel like the same thing goes for a wrestler. Sure. Oh, hundred percent. And the fact that the shows start at nine p.m. and everyone gets there and starts drinking probably seven thirty-eight by the time. If you're curtain jerking match, it's probably the best place to be because they're, they're ready to go and they're hot and they're half pissed and it's wicked. So yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I saw you work heel at uh, ACW. You worked against Brooksy down here, and uh, Dude, and, and I, I imagine you would have liked to be this. able to swear at some of those fans too. Oh, I would have, but I didn't because it's hard and I don't <laughs> like working heel. Let Let me just say, like we've we've had a chat to this. Uh, what I would like to do with Brooksy. Um, we could not do at that time and place for not, nothing against ACW. Or the, it's just literally the time and place and what we had it coming up in our careers and the matches. We'll spoke about this off here, obviously. Yeah. What I would like to do with Brooksy, um, I didn't do, which for, and I know that's a real, a, a worker should never, they should always put 100% in. But, you know, obviously Brooksy, prior to that match being signed, he had the biggest match, which was phenomenal from what I heard, him and Flex coming up. Yeah. Um, the week yeah. later, um, you know what I mean, and so and you had a big trip planned as well. <laughs> yeah, well, and um, I've got, well, which is announced now. I've got OWE coming up next yeah. week, so you know, I was like, listen, we had to be. Sometimes, unfortunately, you got to work smarter and not harder. To be honest, yeah. and it was just like, listen, we love you, Adelaide. We love ACW. We we want to leave it all out there, but surely people can appreciate. Uh, the time, place, circumstance of the opportunities that we had coming up in our careers. So, no, I'm not saying it was a bad match by any no, stretch. No, it wasn't. Everyone saying. enjoyed it. Like the crowd, the crowd got into it, man. And you guys yeah. spent the first couple of minutes uh, really working the crowd and really milking that. And you know, doing the turnbuckle spots and whatnot, and, and yeah. posing and and getting people riled up on one side or the other. And it was it was a lot of fun. It wasn't uh, definitely going into the match like as a fan. I was like, oh, I'm expecting this match to be amazing. And it wasn't the match that I'd anticipated, but it was still a very enjoyable main event. Yeah, so, yeah, that, so. that's the thing. It's just that it's like, it's, it's, it's like if uh, the best way to put it is like you go out and you see um, an, like a, a football team or a soccer team, but they've got a uh, friendly, we'll use, we'll use soccer for example, if you know anything um, about it, you've got, Two teams that have one of them has the uh, friendly the week before, and then the next week they have the UEFA Champions League final. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're gonna rest. They're gonna rest some of their good players, and they're gonna give the other guys a run. Essentially, what Brooksy and I did, we just gave, we still gave it a good out there. We had a good match, but we didn't pull out everything that we possibly could. Um, that, that we're capable of doing is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, but that love, saves it more for a, for a rematch as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'd love to do it again. Um, you know, so, uh, but yeah, we've spoke about that because, uh, uh, but however, I think we'll run out of time because the fact that Adam Brooks is not signed to a six-figure contract is, uh, somebody explained it to me, uh, it's, it's like trying to say, why is the sky blue? Because He's got to be guy, soon, right? He's got to be. He has to be. So he has to be. He's the best 
by far the best in this country. By, I mean, when, by, he, when he came back to MCW at Ballroom Brawl, he said, he, uh, he said something to the effect of, like, there are people that want me, but I have unfinished business here. Like, i got to win that title first, right? So, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I imagine he's he's got... I mean, he's he's shown up on MLW, obviously, and MLW have now a working relationship with the Crash. Being they do being somewhat of a Crash regular, you got to be stoked to hear that. Yes, I do because I well, I have I am very happy to hear that because I would love to do MLW. I've got a lot of friends in there, Brooksy being one of them, um, who will show up back there. I'm, I'm certain at some point. Um, uh, but even like Gringo Loco, which you know, um, he he's there. I've got a few mates that actually do it quite regularly. I would love to do. MLW, just because it's MLW and it's cool, but um, like I'm going back to the crash in this October and November this year. So fingers crossed, I may hear something then. I'm not sure. They also have a really good relationship with CMLL now, so yeah. which I would love to do already in Mexico, which would be great. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Court Bauer's not in your DMs yet. Pardon? Court Bauer's not in your DMs no, yet. Not no, not as of yet. But <laughs> I'll, I'll keep checking. And yeah. I'll just refresh it. So yeah, definitely. I don't even know if he's on Instagram, man. <laughs> Neither do I. I need to get Twitter. Okay, I've been hammered for Twitter for years, but I'm just like, meh. So you, you still haven't got it since we spoke in, in November? No, nah, nah, I'm not going to stand. I'm just not doing it. So, like... <laughs> it's it's not... Like like we said last time, it's not very Australian. Like, mo- most Australians use Facebook. It's not... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but no, but if you want to work overseas, I think Twitter Twitter's kind of the, the place to be. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. So... Things happen but, on mean, Twitter. They, they do. So... Well, yeah, you're right, because I went to, I'm going back to the US, like I said, in a few weeks, um, and uh, I hit up my friend Melissa, who was a regular at Wrestle Circus, and I was like, oh, will Circus have any shows running in Texas? And she's like, oh, you don't have Twitter, you don't hear what happened, Circus <laughs> practically imploded, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is news to me. She's yeah, like, Circus yeah, closed. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know about it because I don't have Twitter, so I'm just like, um, I'm, you know, this is unrelated, but I was like saying to my girlfriend the other day, she doesn't watch the news. And, like, people were saying to her, you need to just, like, like the news on Facebook so you know what's happening in the world. But I feel like it's the same with, like, wrestling and Twitter. Like, if you just don't have Twitter, you don't get the full story all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of need it. So well, I'll get it. A little bit. But also, the thing is, as well, you don't get the negativity. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, it's, it's like if, if you're a person who doesn't watch the news, I, I want to I guess that you're, you're probably 60% happier than the average person who does watch the yeah, news. that's exactly right. So, <laughs> but... Same yeah, goes with like, social media. I have no idea what's going on in the world half the time anyway, because I don't I'm never in one place for longer than two minutes. So, you know, I don't know where I am. So it's you know, it's pretty there's no point watching the news because I could think there's a hurricane here, but that's in Florida. I was like, Oh, it's the wrong news station. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. So. Well you've been in you've been in Adelaide for a while, right? I have. I have. I've, I've been I've obviously done uh, regular bookings around Australia, but I have been in Adelaide since since May. Um and uh so I've got it's it's kind of weird just diving into my personal life. So obviously, I've got my daughter over in WA. Uh, my girlfriend lives in Queensland. I'm in Adelaide and forever traveling. But so it's I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, and, you know and the I mean? heart the heart is in USA and and Mexico and mm. where where all the bookings are. Yeah, that's pretty much where I get most of my bookings. So <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, all over the place. That's that. Well, speaking of other bookings, I've got Singapore coming up. Yeah, which is going to be pretty big because it's an OWE uh, cross-promotion show with SPW with Kenny Omega on the show. Kenny Omega is... on the show. Clash of Kings. Yes. Yeah. And it's so, Clash with a K, so you know yeah, it's badass. Do you know it's really bad then? So <laughs> if they even put the K backwards, that would have been more exciting. Oh, man. But um, no, so 
Uh, I think this show will be run. It's an OWE show, so somewhat it comes under the AEW Alliance banner, which is really cool. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, one of the well, one uh, of the EVPs is going to be there watching exactly. the show, presumably. So, um, <laughs> well, so I just uh, um, I've uh, I've actually you know obviously going to go there and give it my all and. I put on Instagram the other day, I'm going to be going all out, and I will be, and I'll make sure that the right people have my old-school resume and 8 by 10s and stuff before I leave, because that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's better than just sending an email. You know, But, yeah, you never know what could lead from it. I mean, look at Shazza McKenzie. She had a, an amazing match with Brandy Rhodes. Next minute, she's in the all-out buy-in. So. I, I believe you mean Shazza. Oh, Shazza, yeah, sorry. Shazza, Shazza. McKenzie. Yeah. Shazza. I couldn't believe it when they said that. I was like, mate. <laughs> There's like this, you know, it's Shazza. Yeah. yeah. You're, not, you're not on Twitter, so have you seen that she's become a meme as well? No. So, the, you know that moment where she was doing her pose, the classic, you know, hands under yeah. the chin. Oh, she and, gets super kicked or whatever? Yeah, and she gets kicked yeah. in the face. Someone's taken a yeah. photo of that exact moment, and it's yeah. like, you know, me having a good mental health day, and then my depression. <laughs> like, yeah. boom, kick in the face. She deserves it, though. I hope she gets signed. She's been working hard this year. So, well, we, teams, uh, we teamed at... Um, uh, freelance um so it was cool it was cool to do that so yeah how crazy is it when you go halfway around the world just to team with another australian yeah i know two her <laughs> and Aiden miller at the same time but it was it was great so it was the first time i worked with uh with shaz so and it was cool like it was really cool so i love going to freelance i'm i'm actually back there in october as well yeah so. Awesome. Are there yeah. are there some other names in Australia that you that it maybe like because you've been doing this for a while? But are there some other mm-hmm. names that you haven't worked with that you'd really love to work with? Look, I have never stepped in the ring with Davis Storm. I'd love to do that. I've never stepped in the ring. Um, who else? I mean, I've never stepped in the ring with Slater one on one, but I've, I've obviously rest, wrestled him at House of Hardcore, uh, him and Pitt as the attentional yeah. versus me and Baez. Um, so I'd love to have uh, Slater one-on-one, which would be great. Um, uh, who else is there? Richie Taylor. I want to work Richie Taylor really, really, really bad, and we just don't have we haven't had an opportunity yet because um, he's like he's pretty cool. Um, well, you guys both work Adrenaline Pro, right? So yes, or well, he works at SWA. We've just never been booked in the same match, so uh-huh. hopefully it happens at one point. Yeah, ACW um, as well. You guys both like yeah. ACW. It's got to so, happen, guys. Um, Anyone listening, uh, let's really get Richie Brooke- Taylor and Craven. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Brooksy. We've had it. I want a rematch with Brooksy on a bigger stage. Uh, that would be great. Um, uh, there's there's heaps to work. I mean, there's there's heaps to go through. Moretti, I'd like to work Moretti as yes. well. Um, Moretti's uh, a name that Walter. doesn't get mentioned enough, man. I swear, this guy is not why. human. Like, he's so cool. He's not yeah. human. So. You know, it's um, but then again, like I said, spending a bit more time in Queensland next year. Um, uh, like I said, my missus lives over here. Going down to, uh, like obviously be doing a bit of like Venom Pro and stuff. Other places that I've worked in Queensland before. There's nice. a good chance that Moretti might be around. He's he's close enough and things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Pro Wrestling League are doing their thing. Uh, yes, uh, in Queensland, AWA is looking pretty tight. Like, there's there's some good stuff happening in Queensland, which is yeah. which is good to say. Yeah, exactly. And um, so, but speaking of Queensland guys, one of the top guys I think in Queensland who I'd love to have in the room would be Nova. Um, Jake Nova is awesome. So yeah, yeah, I'd love I'd love to have a match with him as well. 
So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Right, that, that, that's a pretty solid list, man. That's a pretty solid yeah, list of people yeah. to, to work. Uh, you talked about Singapore, though, uh, and obviously yes. the OWE Singapore Pro Wrestling Show, Kenny Omega. And we talked about this last time you were on the show, how the whole region of Southeast Asia is just popping off. Um, mm-hmm. Is there is there anywhere else in Southeast Asia you want to go? Uh, I know Zenith is working in fucking India, right? Yep. Yeah, so on um, TV in front of millions of people. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he's actually uh, he's they're speaking about a season two of that, which um, I uh, um, may or may not be involved in, which is pretty cool. So awesome. um, yeah, so that's but yeah, he's a, they've had a great response from that. Wrestle Squares had a great response from that, which is cool. Um, no, Singapore is is amazing. Like I said, when I worked there last time, um, I'll do it again. The crowd is. Wicked. It's so hot and, um, yeah, like it's – I can't explain it. It's like working in Mexico. So for my second favorite – like obviously my favorite place to work is the auditorium that I've done so far in Tijuana. But, yeah, Singapore is probably my second favorite place to work as far as fans go, followed closely by freelance wrestling in Chicago because those fans are just one of kind. Like they're just so loyal. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. The entire the entire region's crazy. Malaysia has wrestling now. Thailand has wrestling yeah, now. Like it's so. – it's, all over the place, but uh, but there was something else I wanted to to follow up on from our last interview, right? Like you you talked about uh, you know when you first went over to the crash and stuff, it was to kind of help you get out of a bit of a slump, yeah. Yes. And this has become something that we've we've been talking about a lot lately on the show is is wrestling as a as a tool for mental health and all that sort of stuff. Uh, can you share your story? Like how what 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 yeah, went down? How, mean, how did that all happen I, for you? I mean, at the end of the day, the the, the um it was. The crux of what happened. This is this is going back, uh, you know, three years. This all started ago. There was it was just a pretty bad, um, pretty bad time in my life. Like uh, I, I got into a bit of financial trouble. Um, obviously, uh, wrestlers don't don't make the the best money, especially you know we've got we've it, especially at my level. It doesn't matter how much you get booked. We've all got side jobs we're not when this is not paying for everything and if it is it's a very small percentage of us um so i got a bit into financial trouble with that uh um my ex-girlfriend from a few years ago she, we sort of split up after about nine years um so it was it was like the world was sort of uh there was like a, a cloud you know it was just like fuck it's just not stopping raining so yeah that's when i uh that's when i joined EPW and um, branched out from AEW. I just said, look, I got to get away from from just doing one thing, and I, I put all my time and effort into wrestling. I said, I've been doing this for you know six, seven years at that time, um, but I'm wrestling once, maybe twice a month. You know, like I've done a couple of US tours, made some friends, but you know, nothing major. And that's when I um, went outside and I time I guess to try I put, something new. Yeah, and I guess I put all that that negative sort of energy of like uh, shit my my world's come crashing down. And so I just went to training. I just looked forward to going to training every day. And then it was like, okay, so tonight's Slater's class. Or um, if I was over at the um, at Southern Hemisphere, I was like, okay, so, you know, Felix or Slate are running some cool drills tonight. And I just sort of uh, – or I was helping out over at the Southern Hemisphere, like with the new guys. Like I was helping out um, running drills with them. So I was, I was just putting everything into looking forward to that moment in my day or getting to the gym. And, yeah, it sort of – just to try and work towards no bookings, just to get better and keep my mind occupied, which then ultimately turned into that's when 450 actually reached out to me before I got booked at the crash. I actually put up a photo um, of 
uh, me and my ex, and it was, it was some sort of sad comment. I was just, it was, I don't know what it was. And 450 reached out to me and said, oh, hey, dude, like, chin up. He's like, come and visit me. You know what I mean? And I thought at that time, you know, I've got heaps of leaves. Um, you know, like, uh, yeah, I've, I may as well, I've, I've got heaps of leaves now because, like, I'm, I'm not really working. And, yeah, I may as well just go see him. And that's how it all sort of started. He's like, oh, just come to Mexico with me. I was like, I can't get booked in Mexico. He's like, no, I'll get you booked. Like I said, right place, right time. And then, uh, yeah, so he got me an opportunity, but then they decided to keep bringing me back. So, yeah, it did. It really did get me out of the slump. So, yeah. So, just having yeah. that thing to focus on, right? Yeah, but it's funny how the world works, dude, because, like, because of that and then because of wrestling, I was obviously going to the gym and then going to the gym means you're going to supplement stores and stuff like that. And that's how, you know, three three years later, that's how I met my uh, current girlfriend now. Is her sister worked at the supplement store that I was getting my protein from. Which, you know what I mean? So the world works in funny ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, it all just sort of turns around. But yeah, because of wrestling, it sort of got me out of that place and motivated me to go to the gym because I wanted to look good and I was watching documentaries and guys are like, the audio has got to match the visual. If you want to go out there and be a pro wrestler, you've got to look like a pro wrestler. Yeah, that's, you know? So yeah, it was cool how the world all sort of worked out. But yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I've, I've had, you know, the similar, like the cloud situation that resonates with me at the moment and, and stuff yeah. and like and, and i dive into the podcast right like do, having yeah. chats like this is what gets me through uh the days so it, yeah it, it doesn't like i feel like just having something having yeah. having any one thing that you can sort of hold on to and, and work towards that uh, but, but like something that, that gets you doing stuff like don't don't hold on to netflix <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's true man and it's, it's fine and the biggest thing for me was i would go to wrestling and um I can't thank Tom, the promoter of SHWA for this. He's like, and if you've ever seen him or you've met him, he's a he's quite a thick, burly dude. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's quite, big man. He's looks quite like, looks strong, like a biker or something. He's quite yeah, quite intimidating. Quite a, str- quite a strong personality. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one who like sat me down when I was going through it. He's like, dude, it's it's okay to be sad. You know what I mean? Like it's okay and it's you talk. And he would he would call would take time out of his date and fuck wrestling or anything and just be like, hey, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so. Yeah, if you've got people that are going through that, it's, there's no shame. And I was one of those people. I was like, man, I don't want to tell anybody I'm going through shit. Like, you know, I'm meant to be, you know, this person and that person. But it, it was cool. So, yeah, between that and then obviously EPW welcoming me in as well. It just, it was it was cool. It was cool how strong the community was to get me through that sort of time in my life. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. Is, is this yeah. going to is this gonna be like a, like a Vince McMahon situation where Tom's like, don't put me over like that? <laughs> no, well, I don't even, I, I don't even know. So, like, yeah, he can, uh, he can, um, he can argue all he wants, but he, he's, a, he's a good person. He's a softy on the inside. I'll tell you that right now. So, <laughs> you're killing you know, his, you're killing yeah, his yeah. mystique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. Everyone's gonna ask him for extra booking fees now because they're like, oh, I know you're a softy. You can pay me more. And I, then, then, then he'll tell you to fuck off. I'll give you the tip. Um, <laughs> they'll be like, no, no way. So, but he is a he's a good businessman as well. So, hence, and that's that's obvious. And what he's done from AEW through to what he's got now, he's turned one company turned them into three that are still running. And in the wrestling business, you know pretty damn quick if the company's costing you money and you don't have some sort of external funding that's happy to just throw money away, it closes pretty damn quick. You know? Yeah, yeah, we've seen that. So, we've seen that recently. Yeah. We have. Look, yeah, well, look at yeah. What who just went down recently? And I don't know if this was the case, but did Hunter Valley just go down? I read a post that financially it just couldn't keep up anymore. Uh, Hunter oh, Valley, so Hunter Valley turned into Kingdom, Kingdom? Pro. Yeah, yeah so, so someone else brought it, and and now they're Kingdom yeah. Pro. And of course, we had all the um the Iron Fist Sub Zero Pro debacle here, which. Your yeah. RCW saved their last show and stuff, but 
but yeah, I mean, promoting is not for everyone. I mean, Hunter Valley Wrestling did did have a, a good run though. Like, so I wouldn't yeah. put that in the same basket necessarily. But it, it, it is, it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. Run a wrestling promotion. No, I've run one show in my life in 2010. Yeah, I've run one show and never again. And that was one show, and that was, and that that never even broke even. So yeah, you know, I lost money on that show. I mean, I had London and Eugene on the show, but still. And never even break even. Never again. Never what, was, again. what was the one that opened up in Melbourne? Mayhem Pro, right? With uh, JXT and Riggin stuff? Yeah, I don't know if they're yeah. still running either. They, they had like four I... shows or something, but... Yeah. Yeah, things are popping yeah. up all the time and then they just, they very quietly go away. It, it yeah. happens. It's not for everyone. It's a, I know. It's a good know, experience a... though, like I guess, if you're if you're a worker to go and, and run a show, it'll probably give you a new appreciation of the people that book you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because, <laughs> you know, you've got to deal with like, bitching and moaning and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that blah blah blah, blah. yeah so yeah but yeah no I do um I do have the ultimate respect for people that do open wrestling companies it, it wouldn't be easy and keep them going like look at EPW yeah. what so MCW is doing nine years this year and yeah, EPW is doing, doing 18 18 18 so, fucking years which, like holy shit uh, which I am devastated that I'm uh, obviously that the card for reawakening is being announced, and I'm devastated that I'm not available because that was one of my goals this year was to try and get onto reawakening, and yeah. I just um, I'm just I've, I've already taken the stupidly not looking uh, not stupidly sorry that sounds bad because I want to do the booking that I've taken, but I've taken the Kalgoorlie booking, um, and obviously there's flights and that involved in yeah. getting me up to Kalgoorlie, so uh, I was like. But uh, no, that stupidly is the wrong word. I apologise for that because I do want to do the Cavalry booking, but it was a it was a goal of mine to do reawakening. So yeah. but there's always next year. There's always next year. Indeed. So, you know where else you need to you need to you need to hit up uh, Tasmania Championship Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Darwin, right? And hit every state. Yeah, well Pro Wrestling Darwin was another was another thing as well. Um I did contact um them uh, and I did contact them but again I was booked for Media Mayhem where we had right. that that pretty good match uh, that I thought one of my matches of the year so far was me and Jeremiah Kingsley, um, where there was uh, Delhi turned heel and RKO'd me. I don't know if you saw that on Instagram, but that was that was really cool. I read the report on that. So I already had that booking on the same night. Um, but yeah, Tasmanian Championship Wrestling, that would be cool because I've never been to Tasmania. It's always good to wrestle overseas. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, you know. <laughs> well, it is technically over a sea, so... I'll get there and say welcome to it. When you come back, welcome to Australia. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You could be, um, okay. be the mainland sensation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the, the mainland sensation, I like it. Yeah. So you're a filthy maney, Craven. I know, I know. So, it's, but um, yeah, no, it'll be fun. So. Yeah, that's good, that's, man. That's it, man. That's good. So well, that's let, let the people know where they can uh, see you in the coming weeks and uh, and where they can find you on the gram and all that sort of stuff before I let you go. Okay, uh, Instagram's the same, TAS underscore Craven, um, probably where I'm most active, facebook.com slash Australian Sensation. And the next couple of weeks is next week I've got WPW uh, over in Perth, which is a free event. If you try and get down, it's free. There's always good for a free wrestling event. Um, the weekend after that, uh, Singapore. SPW-OWE, then the weekend after that, back at the Southern Hemisphere Wrestling Alliance. The weekend after that, AFL Grand Final Day, I'll be doing nothing but watching footy. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know where I'm going. I know that I'm booked on the following weekend, on the uh, the 5th of October, I, just, I think it's back in Perth, and then I'm back in the US the weekend after that. So, I will be appearing at Freelance. Crazy times. Yeah, I will be appearing Freelance Pro Wrestling in the US. I'll be doing RCW Indiana. The Crash, um, 
Galilucha again. There's, there's I've got about seven or eight bookings in the three weeks that I'm there so far. So nice. exciting times. Yeah, awesome, man. That's yeah. heaps good. Keep keep killing it, and thanks for coming on the show. No worries, man. Thanks a lot for having me. So there you have it, the Australian sensation Craven, always on the move, and he's heading over to Singapore next week, and America, and then just all over the place. Craven doing doing good things, uh, getting Australian wrestling out there. You're, I mean, he's the Australian sensation. It's impossible to ignore the fact that he is an Australian professional wrestler wherever he goes. So he's really uh, flying the flag with pride. Uh, if you like that interview and you like other Aussie Grappler interviews this week, you want to check out On the Turnbuckle. Uh, not so Australian. They have Greg the Hammer Valentine, but that's okay. We can't always talk to Australians all the time. We also have MCW World Champion Slex on the show just to balance it out. So, you know, they all, they, they do great work over it on the turnbuckle. So definitely check that out. And also, as I mentioned earlier in the news portion of the show, Wrestle Radio Australia, uh, Todd Eastman sat down and spoke with Jack Bonza talking about overplay, talking about streaming, talking about the neck injury, talking about the PWWA title and why it still has that extra W even though it's no longer a women's championship, uh, which is something I was like, oh, surely they're going to change the name. Nope, they're not going to change the name, and they have solid reasoning for it. Go listen to the interview if you want to hear Jack Bonza explain the reasoning for it. Uh, and many other things. Again, Jack Bonza is one of those guys that you know, you talk to him for an hour, and you're just like, I could, I could listen to you talk wrestling forever. This is amazing. Uh, so definitely go and listen to Jack Bonza on Wrestle Radio Australia. And if you want to get out and check out a local show this weekend in Melbourne, New Age Wrestling have high stakes taking place in Albion. Get around the Facebook for details on these shows, guys. In Perth, New Horizons Pro Wrestling are holding an 18-plus event anti-everything at the Perth Mess Hall. This show features LAX and Sue Young of Impact fame, so definitely get around it. And uh, if, if you don't have the money, though, to go out to an 18-plus event, there is Western Pro Wrestling, all-ages show at the Baldivis Recreation Center, completely free free entry for this show. So get around it. There's no excuse not to go if you are in the area of the Baldivis Recreation Center. Uh, meanwhile, up in Queensland, AWA, Biff at the Triff, another 18 plus show. This one is at the Trifford. I don't have the suburb here because my notes are horrendous, but that's all. There's, it's a pretty light weekend this weekend in Australian wrestling because we had a huge weekend last weekend with three major shows. You can hear all about them on the B-plus flagship. And if you want to support what we do here, you can do that at www.patreon.com slash the B-plus. You can find me at Greg Unchained on Twitter and Station Head where I spin tunes while I prepare for podcasts. It's really fun. Uh, you can find me at the Greg Unchained on Instagram. We collectively are the B-plus wrestling on twitter no i got that wrong again the b plus wrestling on facebook and everywhere else but the b plus wrestle on twitter because wrestling wouldn't fit like share subscribe five star review if you like what we do and thank you so much for listening <laughs>